wait till I take this out. <laughs> there you go. Hi, how you doing, everybody? Uh, welcome. It's Monday, uh, January the 30th, 8.40 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. Uh, we're about 10 people live right now. Thank you so much. Drop us a like. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, you know, before we start, uh, I want to encourage everybody to keep subscribing. We're almost short to 510 subs, so we're getting up there. Let's get to that 520 mark. Uh, help us out. So just uh, click on the notification bell for all notifications. Uh, subscribe to the channel. And again, thank you so much for your support. Uh, we have a news, uh, some Orlando City news, ready for the preseason already. They've been playing in Bradenton as well, um, Orlando Pride. You know, there have been uh, a lot of changes in the Pride coming up. Also, we had an uh, Icelandic midfielder sighting uh, somewhere in uh, Central Florida. So we'll talk about that. And well, uh, welcome, John. How are you, my friend? Doing good, buddy. How are you? Um, excited. I'm ready to talk some soccer in Orlando City this week. Let's go. All right. Uh, Dave, how are you? Good, very good. Here tonight from Lebanon, New Jersey <laughs> on the road. Because, ladies and gentlemen, those season tickets are going to pay themselves. I'm doing good. <laughs> you guys are doing okay. There you go. You're uh, enemy oh. territory, um, David. Yeah, you're in the Red Bulls. Yeah, right, right with the Red Bulls right there. You're taking some notes, making sure, you know, see what lineup they're getting. Well, actually, I started a day in Baltimore. Then I went to Hanover, Pennsylvania. And then I drove here. And tomorrow I'll be in Manhattan. And then the day after that, I'll be in Long Island. And then after that in Boston. So I'm, I guess, doing the uh, Northeast MLS tour. So we'll see. <laughs> all right paola uh, how, how you doing good evening i'm doing fantastic happy monday guys as always uh good to be back and excited to talk about orlando city with you guys all right so let's go uh with some comments from the get-go we have daniel phillips thank you so much for your support sir so season ticket members got the opportunity to tour exploria the away locker rooms are hilarious. I wonder if that really affects the away team. It cracks me up to think Arsenal changing in there. I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts there, John? I, I never seen the. I'm not allowed to see the, you know that side. So I, I, uh, I never. To be honest, with you, I don't think I've ever been in the away locker yeah. room. Yeah. I just never thought to go in there. I have heard there is something that tries to like put people off. Like it's supposed to be disconcerting for the away team. <laughs> what that exactly is like i can't remember to be honest i don't uh, think i've ever been some, in there why would like, i care let, i only care about Atlantis. i know right maybe some florida taffy or something they leave there i don't know <laughs> all right so uh let's start with some uh you know so some some of the topics we got today so um obviously uh we have um a lot of um news regarding orlando uh we're going to start with our predictions of the home opener uh today uh i, I want to say hello to alonzo uh, he gave us uh, some news regarding uh jensen and ac i'm gonna go ahead and put his tweet right here they were a little disconcerting it says antonio carlos and robin jensen didn't complete the entire week at the img preseason training one of them is confirmed to come back to training this week so um, I mean, hopefully this doesn't, hopefully this, this doesn't sound like, you know, someone's injured and it's not even, you know, it's, it's preseason, right? So, uh, we're going to look at our depth and maybe do some, 
you know, plug and play uh, predictions regarding your starting 11. So let's start with um, John and see, uh, you know, what would be your starting 11 coming up next season uh, for Orlando City? I'm going to go ahead and pull up the. All righty. I think up top is going to be Kara. They'll build it on what he did last year with his 12 goals and hopefully get 15 or 20 goals this season. Uh, And then. I'm going to do something a little strange across the next three positions behind Kara. Um, I'm going to say that he's going to play a number 10 like you usually do in the hole. But I think in that position might actually be Facundo Torres for most of the season. Uh, and now we can debate this. It could be Ojeda there instead. Uh, and you'll yeah. see the reason that I think we might be doing this. Uh, then on that left wing position, I'll go ahead and put in Gaston Gonzalez. And then on the other side, on the right wing, you can put in uh, Ojeda. Now, those three, I think, will have some rotation and be able to float around. Um, But I get the idea that maybe Gonzalez could be a starter this season. We didn't obviously get to see him at all last year. But from what I understand, he's an extremely good player. And we got so many wingers. I think maybe this is a way to get an extra one in. Then behind that, I reckon Pereira um, in the deeper position, like we saw him a bit more last year next to him going with Arujo. And then on the back line, I've got our new left back, Santos, with Jansen and Carlos in center back. And then at right back, giving Mikey Halliday the chance for the season. And then in, in goal, Pedro Galese. Now I know this might be... This might be me thinking a little bit outside the box, um, but this f- could be where Poppy is thinking and how to get all his players on the field, all what I consider maybe our best players on the field at one time. Um, maybe Gonzalez is a starter, maybe it isn't, but I thought that this could be what he's up to. Right. Um, I definitely I definitely see the, the interchangeability of the three men right here. Uh, um Torres, Gonzalez, and Ojeda, definitely that that's something that I will think in transition, in transition, it will be very dangerous for any team that's playing against Orlando. Um, so I totally agree with this. Um, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts there, um, Dave? No, I also agree. I wouldn't change anything uh, when it comes to that. Um, anything right now is uh, speculation on our behalf. Uh, to add to the, the tweet by Alonso, mm-hmm. I don't want to go into uh, panic mode with that. Um, I know we we all know that Antonio Carlos had uh, visa issues um, uh, at the beginning of uh, the preseason. He also has two daughters and a wife. Things happen, you know. I mean, when you have kids, somebody got sick. There's an issue with the cable or the internet, whatever. I mean, in, 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 and as the husband, you have to go. You have to go and fix those issues. Also, I believe uh, Robin Jensen's girlfriend lives with him here, and they. Man, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I believe <laughs> they are. If I could be mistaken, but anyhow, the the point is, you know, Robin left early last year to go uh, work on his uh, rehab. And uh, once again, they're moving into town. And when this guy, when the offseason is, is done, these guys tend to, uh, you know, tend to pack their things and go. So I, I, I don't want to read too much into that. 
with Robin, it will be devastating because the guy just, uh, you know, just spent all those months working on the rehab. And Antonio Carlos was in fantastic condition. I mean, he was posting all those videos online about uh, him exercising and everything like that. So, uh, again, I don't, I don't want to think negatively. Uh, if, if the club is very good when somebody's injured, they just flat out say it. And uh, if it's going to happen, better be better, better now than, than in the middle of the season. Right, Paola, will you make any changes to the starting 11? The only change will be holiday. And it's because of the experience um, for Kyle Smith. And then holiday will be coming out as a sub. I, I personally will... I will agree. I would like to see Holiday as a starting, but I won't. I I don't see him as of yet. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I agree uh, with the change also, but I also, in a way, see it just like John. Uh, let's see what people say. Uh, Sergio Ruiz Torres. I want to say hello to Sergio. I want to congratulate him too. We we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but you know, congratulations. It's good to see when you know good good broadcasters and good journalists you know, get what they deserve. And definitely Sergio is definitely one of them. Um, I think we're very happy that he's going to be part of the um, Apple TV uh, broadcasting team. So congratulations, my friend. I'm very happy that you're going to be coming next week here to Loud and Proud. Definitely we have a, a discussion regarding everything Orlando City. So um, excited for you. And uh, I'm sure your family is also very excited. Uh, a lot of work, I know, but definitely uh, you're going to definitely thrive, my friend. Very, very happy for that. So uh, thank you, Sergio. Orlando City Fan TV says maybe Enrique up top. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can definitely do that. Um, let, let's go ahead and um, dive in. Uh, this is the changes I will make. Um, I I agree with Holiday uh, in the sense that um, I would like to see Kyle Smith more of a change of pace player, make an immediate impact as a sub. I think we've seen the best of Kyle Smith when he comes off the bench. Not to say that he's not a a good starter. I'm just saying, I I think it's Holiday's time to to shine and to, and shine, to show. Yeah. Now, once you see him tremble the first few matches, then as a coach, you gotta make sure you either correct that. And if he's not getting it, then you have to find solutions right away because Orlando season is short. So. Mm -hmm. Then I would make a change here. I would actually, um, I like Araujo here, but here I will put um, Cartagena. And I will start with, a. I mean, I guess you call me, I'm a little bit defensive. Uh, that's just defense to me. It's, it's great. Um, especially having three players like the caliber of Ojeda, Torres, and Gonzalez. Give me a little bit more. I mean, we don't know yet the extension if there's any injuries between AC or Jansen. Um, but if let's say one of them is knocked off and maybe we, we see Rodrigo here, uh, we've seen Rodrigo when he, in a way, um, comes back into his position from the other team going into the attack. He kind of stumbles sometimes, doesn't even know where to position himself and leaves a gap open between both midfielders. Uh, well, between the, the six and the left back leaves a huge gap. And that's where Orlando has been attacked several times through Columbus and game and, and teams like that. So I think Cartagena right there. I think Cartagena needs this year. It needs to be his year. Uh, is he has a lot to lose this year if he if it's not his season. Uh, no national team because there's a young phenom 
called Jesus Castillo in Peru on his coattails. And if he stumbles, he's going to take his position in the Peruvian national team. So it's better for him to shine, see him shine. He's a great player. Uh, we just haven't seen him get a whole preseason together. So I would like to see Cartagena and Araujo right there. And right here, I will just switch Ojeda for Torres. And you probably ask why. Because Torres is used to that position on the wing already. And like you, and like um, John was saying, these three could pretty much interchange positions. Uh, we can see Gonzalez on the right. We can see Torres on the left. We can see them in the middle. So these three are going to be rotating constantly, which is going to make, uh, you know, defenses kind of, they don't even know where they're going to go to mark them. So that's going to be the, the nice thing of having three dynamic players up top. And then right up top, um, even though Ramiro Enrique is an under-22 initiative, he definitely plays some good games at Belgrano, uh, sorry, Banfield. Uh, he, I think we should definitely stick with Kara uh, for now. But again, you know, you have to, if, if he's not scoring and you have a, a huge schedule ahead, you know, you have to make tough decisions. And so... Um, I think Kara, in a season in which he came in, he, he did score uh, a lot of goals uh, for his position, even though fans maybe, you know, they believe that they're, he's not up to par, but I, I give him a benefit of the doubt. So I'll probably start with Kara. That'll be my lineup. So it'll be Galese up top, Santos, Jensen, AC, uh, center back duo, Holiday, um, Araujo and Cartagena right in the mid as a 10 will be uh, Ojeda. Uh, right wing Torres, left wing Gaston Gonzalez, and up top Urgent Cara. Um, I don't know if you guys um, have any ideas. I don't know if John want to um, say something regarding them. The starting eleven I, I placed on there. No, yeah, I agree. I think um, the only one maybe you can't perhaps switch out of positions would be Gonzalez. It seems to me like he is just an out and out left winger. He wants to run yeah. up the left wing and cross with his left foot. Um, whereas I, I totally agree, Ojeda and Torres remains to be seen which one of them takes that number 10 role. And and maybe it's more suited to Ojeda's skills than, than Torres's skills. But I think all of them will move. What I like about you putting Cartagena in there is um, with Pereira, like I put in, I, I feel like we could be a little bit deceptive and um, defensively, you know, weak. Uh, whereas if you add Cartagena, you've got two very strong defensive midfielders next to each other. And that really solidifies and allows the other four guys to be able to go and attack and, uh, you know, not have to worry so much right. about and their defensive work right all into, the time. Right, and to add into that, John, you know, when, let's say Orlando's winning 2-0, right? You know, and uh, goes to half, minute 75. No, no, let's say minute 70, and Papi makes a change. He, he can change the lineup to Araujo right here, takes Cartagena off. And you have Mauricio Pereira and Ojeda right here, you know, and it becomes a 4-1-4-1 in a way uh, in transition. So, and I think a fresh, fresh of uh, the bench, uh, Pereira, to be a disruptive player, I think that'll be a, a great tool and a great, uh, you know, you know, cat out of the back type of thing, you know, the uh, surprise element, you know, that, that no, no one sees coming, right? And he's good with his feet, so set pieces and things like that, you know, I think those will be important uh, for, for us to have off the bench. Now, obviously, people are going to say, oh, but he's the captain, right? Um, but 
you know, we, we have to do what's best for the team. It, 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 that's how I see it. You know, um, we have to do what's best for the team. So um, let's let's do some comments. It says here, Sergio Ruiz it says, thank you so much. No, no, thank you, my friend. Colin Garvey, uh, congrats, Sergio. Very, very happy for you. I love your play-by-play -play calls. How you doing, my friend? And then uh, Enrique up top, uh, Orlando City Fan TV. Do you guys think – I think Enrique could definitely do it up top, but it's just, you know, I, I want to see Kara. I, I want to see what he can do. Um, do you want to comment, anyone? I, I think he's kind of he's coming out of the bench first. And then Kara, he needs to prove himself. If not, is gonna they're going to switch him. I don't know. It's going to happen. But I think Kara will be different this year. And – Prove like prove us wrong this year. Hopefully, if not, Enrique is gonna start. That's gonna happen. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know the the rumor that he was on the trading block persisted uh, long enough for you know even the most uh, conservative fan to think that that was gonna happen. You know, it's up to you know is is Kara's position to lose. You know, he has to score goals. We uh, we were one of those teams that rarely, you know, that did not score tons of goals, and our home form shows that, uh, you know, the 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 Papi special era has to go away. In my opinion, you can never rely on on one goal one goal results. We have seen how that can go haywire, uh, and the perfect example of that was the game against Atlanta, where we, you know, were significantly solid, failed to score. They scored one, they won the game. End of the story. So, um, to be honest with you, I think uh, Kara has, you know, he, he has to look at himself in the mirror and say, you know, <laughs> you're a bad SOB because until he believes it. Because if, if he's not going to score goals, like I, like I said to everybody this year, I'm not married to anybody. I want to win. And if uh, Kara's not going to score goals, then we need to find somebody that will. You know, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I want to give uh, a shout out to this gentleman right here. I, I saw his post on Twitter, Mike Spillane. I don't know if he watches the show. If you do, um, thank you, because uh, I'm going to use your your graphics right now. I think he, he did a list. It was very insightful. Like, look at the departures, right? Of on one side, you have Ruan Benji Urso. There's a Ruan left and you got salim right a draft pick then you benji left you got ojeda which is a dp urso then you have um dan i'm gonna call him dan that way so i can you know make sure that you know, i pronounce his name correctly uh then you got pato and then you got shack it was a draft pick mutino then you got santos and petrasso joy desart uh and then you got loyola homegrown fabian loyola tesho then you got ramiro enriquez an under 22 initiative Uh, Alvarado uh, was um, sold uh, to Liga Deportiva Universitaria in Ecuador, and you know we, we have nobody there yet. Uh, Perea, under 22, uh, he left uh, to Philly. We got Felipe from Austin. Moreni left. We got Gaston because he was uh, injured uh, last year. Gaston Gonzalez, and then Joaquini. He went to St. Louis, and then we got Duncan, a draft pick, right? So I mean. Uh, rate from, I, I don't know, I guess, uh, one to 10. I mean, I think the front office was busy this year and I think they still haven't ceased the surprises. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful 
Uh, there's one more signing left. So I don't know. What are your thoughts there, John? Yeah, I mean, I think some of these don't quite line up the way he's got them. Uh, not quite positionally right, right for right. It's kind of hard to exactly right. be like this guy left and this guy mm -hmm. came in to replace him. It doesn't always work like that. Um, like for Juan, for example, is as we're talking about, all the players were already at the club that we think couldn't replace him. So there wasn't really brought anybody in specifically for that. Uh, what I would say for all offseason, like out of 10, on paper, like I think we're at eight or nine out of 10. I think there's really very little more I would ask for. Um, maybe a center back. I would love that. Then it would be 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, really, I think Luis and Ricardo couldn't have done um, a better job with the outgoings and the guys they managed to retain. I think that's a big part of what we're not talking about this season is we managed to buy down Mauricio Pereira's contract, keep him. We managed to keep Galese in all of the yeah. midst of maybe going to a world cup and, you know, maybe being poached by European teams, you know, we're still holding on to Fukunda Torres, you know, so obviously they're doing some work there to keep people at bay. Right. So I think, Yes, they did an incredible job, and they lost some guys that they probably weren't looking to lose, like Junior Urso. I probably wasn't on their list to be like, okay, he's going to be gone next right. year. They probably thought he was going to be here. So sometimes you have to work on the fly like that, and I think these guys have done an incredible job at not only retaining, but bringing in replacements. So I'd give them, yeah, like an 8 or a 9 out of 10 this season for, for the offseason. What about you, Paula? What are your thoughts regarding uh, some of the signings? I mean, we're getting recognized in the MLS. It says a lot. Because three years ago, ago or four years ago, we never been mentioned, even mentioned in the MLS page, um, never before. So that says a lot. I'm ready to see them. In paper, we're the most offensive, um, best team right now. And like we said before, like – we are expecting them to uh, to be, you know, gelled really good. And uh, I don't know, Poppy, you got a really, 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 really big yeah, job this squad. year. I think he has a really good squad this year. He too. doesn't have, yeah, I don't, I don't like, he doesn't have excuses. I don't know, but I'm, I'm super pumped. We have a good squad this year. The defense, eh, but um, I'm super happy. Luis Musi and Ricardo, kudos to them. They have been super busy. I think they have been the most busiest this three past month out of them all. So no, that's 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 right. Uh, um, Dave, yeah, I would like to add, my friend. So uh, the um, the reality, in my opinion, is. Oscar Pareja has been given the best uh, Orlando City team in the MLS era. So, like, like Paola said, there's no excuses at this point. Um, you know, this is his la the last year of his contract. Um, last year we said that it was his uh, last, and uh, our friend uh, Mike Ramajo asked the questions, and, and indeed it's, it's this year. Uh, so... Uh, the, the fact of the matter is is that last year his his job uh, almost left you know it, it was almost taken away from him and he was given an opportunity uh, this 
incredible talented team has been assembled and he has he has to perform um so so with that said uh the the opportunity is there for us to 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 win games and and to excel and uh you know at, at the end of the day uh is on oscar pareja is on oscar pareja to 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 win the games because i think the fans have super high expectations we already lifted the lifted a trophy last year the expectations we're gonna do the same this year and i finished with this our friends down south uh had two already two friendlies eight nine goals had failed to score a single goal in preseason and our friends to the north uh just had a friendly against a nisa team this is like fifth division and they drew three three so the the reality for those teams is a painful one in 2023 so hopefully uh we'll be able to uh dish out some cold dishes uh well, for yeah definitely to add on that uh Luis Abram from the Proven National Team he used to be from Cruz Azul in Mexico. He's potentially being targeted by Atlanta United as a starting center back this season uh, as a trade. No, no, as a, um, as a loan uh, for one season with the option of buying him uh, next year. And it's apparently everything's going well between Cruz Azul and Atlanta. So, you may be getting some news within the next week uh, regarding that. If they, if Atlanta lands him, him, I don't know if Miles Robinson's still in that team, but I mean, it'll be, he'll be. I mean, that'll be a. I mean, that's a good center back duo. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I mean, Robinson's just coming back from injury. He's gonna be playing yeah, this season. So I mean, they're gonna be a good center back duo. I mean, I'm not trying to knock his thunder, you know, for for Dave or anything like that. I'm just saying because I just remember that because I was like, oh my god, yeah. So. But anyways, uh, let's switch to to OC because uh, we got uh, people are you know definitely talking a lot of uh, out of this uh, gentleman. I call him Dan, but it's the Gur Dan Thor Thorholson, right? Thorholson, I think. And uh, he's apparently uh, one of the most underrated. And I'm gonna uh, from this colleague right here, Lucas Arnold. Uh, Gur Dan Thorholson, 22, from the Breda Blick, heading to Orlando City. Uh, he's the most underrated talent in Iceland. Uh, he said that August 31st of last year. So, I mean, we're getting a player that, again, it's, uh, you know, high reward, uh, low risk. Uh, that's in my book, uh, national team player. He has some caps with his national team. And, you know, according to Twitter, uh, Instagram, he's already in Orlando. So, I think this is bound to happen, uh, guys. Uh, this is—he's in Cocoa Beach. Uh, uh, you know, he's by the pier, you getting know, uh, the suntan. Exactly, right there. He's right there. You know, enjoying the waters of Central Florida. Uh, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts regarding his signing, um, John? Yeah, I mean, it's, we talked about it last week, and it seems like it's getting closer and closer to a done deal. There's a few verified sources sources of people that we know who said it's going to happen and now this. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty much thinking it's, it's, it's going to be announced hopefully in the next week or so. Uh, he's, he definitely looks like a, like he describes a Swiss army knife of a midfielder. Yeah, right, uh, right. I think it's maybe, <laughs> I think it's maybe up to or Poppy and the Orlando city um, coaching team to figure out where does he work best? You know, sometimes players come to you and they're not necessarily like, 
oh, I'm an attacking midfielder and I need to cut in from the wing and I, this is how I play. And they, maybe they don't know that yet. Or maybe this guy has so many skills, no one's pigeonholed him into a certain position. Um, and maybe we don't want to do that either. Maybe he's great for us as a guy who can fill in lots of roles and we can put out in the field who's going to work hard and have the skills to play, you know, across anywhere in the midfield. Or I have seen some reports that say he even played left back for a game. Right. Um, so it, it seems like he could do a bit of everything. Uh, what his best skills are remain to be seen. And I think that's uh, what I'm excited about saying is, you know, what do we think we can use this guy for? Um, I'm just going to say this, and then I'm going to pass the mic to Paula and, and then Dave. This is a, a what's a Facebook moment. Michael Moran says, uh, play, haha, ding dong. Uh, 22-year Icelandic midfielder reportedly in town, ready to sign a contract. I love how the Wolves are bringing in young talent that can contribute much right away and possibly sell once, once they develop much better than league standards of, of planning sign big names on their last legs. There you go. Uh, I just want to give a kudos to Michael Moran. I agree on that. But I'm just going to say something really controversial. I did not see the same excitement, and I'm going to say this because he's from Iceland, guys. All right? I'm just saying you didn't get the same excitement when Araujo was announced. You, it was not the same excitement when Gaston Gonzalez was announced. And I just don't want to be you know, controversial here, but it's just kind of weird. You know, I'm just saying. I don't know what your thoughts there, Paula. Go ahead. No, and look at the that little diamond that we got from Araujo. Yeah, that's one of the best midfielders that we have, and everybody's like, "Where the like Orlando City got this player from?" So (laughs) it's yep. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. Uh, What about you, Dave? I remember we were ridiculed when we went to the airport to uh, welcome. Yeah, Facundo Torres. We're ridiculed. We, people actually made fun of us. Um, listen, the fact of the matter is, is that this this Icelandic young man, which He's by the way, great player. Yes, uh, the, he had uh, uh, on his Instagram like video of from his um, hotel window, and you can, if you're from Orlando, you can. Definitely, <laughs> it's downtown Orlando, and the picture of the beach was taken by his girlfriend who. I believe is a flight attendant. And how do I know this? Man. Uh, because a lot of the listeners of this show are thirsty, thirsty savages. I don't want to know, guys. They were sending me pictures <laughs> of of the of the girlfriend uh, girlfriend's uh, Instagram. Listen, Incre- I'm a- incredible. There's no respect right here. Yeah, come on, don't 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 send me stuff like I don't care. I, I care what. That I mean, you found out the news. It works. You right, got, you got right. information. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, man. I, I just just send me stuff like this, not not uh, this this young girl in a bikini or whatever. I don't care about that. But anyhow, the the fact is is that uh, you know Iceland has produced some great players. Uh, obviously, they were the darling of the 2018 World Cup and are surprising the Euros. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- if this guy is coming to ball, let him be. You know, Orlando <laughs> City is not is not in condition of be turning people away. And just like Paola said, uh, Cesar Araujo, who I continue to say, we took uh, Montevideo Wanderers and, 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 and we just stole money from them because I can't believe this kid is only a $3 million player. 
I really can. I really can because the the quality and the the of play and and we're just starting to scratch the surface with him. It it's it's worth more than that money. Oh, I totally agree. And you know, I'm very excited to see uh, Dan on the pitch for sure. And you know, uh, you know, hope he kills it with Orlando. And if that's the last pe last piece of the puzzle that we need to, you know not worry about, oh, are we going to really make it to playoffs this year? You know, have that talk. In the know, middle of the season. Right, mid-season. It always are we going to really make it to the playoffs, man? You know, I, I I really, I think, hopefully, this is the guy. And and I if he's a Swiss Army knife, I'm, I'm all sold. You know, I'm sold right there. So congratulations to Luis and uh, to Ricardo because, you know, they're definitely doing work and it shows. So hopefully... Um, I wish the best to them. And, you know, um, just going to read some comments here. Etromic says, LOL, Orlando City TMZ. Uh, Colin <laughs> Garvey, he says, Instagram scouting. There you go, right? Uh, Etromic, I don't have uh, Kara's game, uh, but game shot count and touches, but it seems we had trouble even finding him last season. Yeah, I think uh, we did have some issues finding him. I think um, – But, you know, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. No for nothing, he scored 14 goals in the Austrian Bundesliga. That's just my opinion. I don't know what John believes in that. Yeah, I mean, I think we, we talked about it before on the pod is you know, he's going to get more chances this season, but he's got to take those chances. And I think that's exactly what we're looking for um, and what Paula and Dave were talking about, he being the starter, but he's going to have to keep his place. So when those chances come, if he doesn't take them, Enrique is going to step in very quickly. And how many sure. goals last last season? 11? I think oh, 11. 12. Yeah, 12. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 so in, in MLS. Yeah. That's not like, bad. Not, not bad at all. Like, yeah. And he has little weapons now. Like, like I said before, there's no excuses this season for Kara and for Oscar Pareja. There's no excuses. So I don't want to hear it. And I don't have I don't want to have this mid-season conversation. Are we making it to the playoff or not? So let's see what happens. And I want to give good news to the Orlando City family. Uh Florian Thovin or Thovan, I guess that's how you pronounce it. He'll be leaving Tigres. He's one of their starter starting um he plays like the eight, I believe, too, and he plays the wing. Uh, for Tigres, a very dynamic player. Uh, he used to play in Olympique Marseille, I want to say. Uh, OM, he played in OM before, and uh, he was a phenomenal player, scouted by some of the best clubs in the world. Uh, and he chose to play in the Mexican League uh, for money. And I guess he's just trying to, he's kind of tired of living in Mexico. So he got fed up with all the, the tacos and the enchiladas and things like that. So He's moving. Uh, they don't know yet. Transfer market doesn't know which uh, part of uh, Europe he's going to come back to. Probably France again. But uh, he's definitely out uh, of Tigres as of now. He's no longer a Tigres player. So that's a little bit of breathing room there uh, for Orlando because now you're talking about only Guignac. He's probably the most uh, dynamic player that they have on their roster right now more name recognized uh recognizable player so and he's also on his last years of playing the game too so um i think orlando has a huge chance so hopefully they're able to make history so that's a couple of uh, news right there uh regarding um 
Florian Thauvin. So, um, again, I also wanted to uh, just kind of touch base uh, regarding the news, right? This is the news for Sergio Luis Torres, right? The Apple TV deal. Uh, 31 uh, broadcasters were uh, selected. And, you know, he just posted this on his Twitter. You can uh, follow him at, at Ruiz Sergio on Twitter. He says, you know, I would like to tell you about my next step in my career. I'll be part of the uh, group of talent of Apple TV for the Spanish uh, broadcasting of MLS in Espanol. Uh, starting uh, February the 1st, you will um, enjoy uh, all the games, uh, all the goals, and all the emotion of an MLS season pass. So um, I, I like this. I think this is fantastic. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm very delighted that he's going to join us next next week uh, for Loud and Proud. So, uh, Dave, what can you say regarding this uh, good piece well, of news here? Well, First of all, Sergio has always been a friend to all podcasters. Uh, certainly has been to me. Uh, Sergio was a uh, constant uh, guest at Tiro de Esquina. Um, you know, a, a guy of his stature, because uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know, he was a journalist and narrator for his hometown club uh, back in Venezuela. Uh, Sergio has an incredible story uh, that I will let him tell us next next week. Of he left his country uh, to come here, uh, it has to be with government persecution over an investigation that he was doing, um, where he found that um, the government was laundering drug money through through the through the league. Uh, so anyhow, uh, he has, you know, he's a great storyteller, fantastic narrator. I know that obviously because it's in Spanish, maybe a lot of people, all they know him for is the little clips that the club shared on social media or at the stadium, but, uh, him and, uh, his companion, uh, Israel Heredia, who unfortunately is, is, is not going to be joining him in MLS. Uh, uh, Apple Plus, I should say, uh, you know, they they just uh, gave some great narrations. And uh, Miguel Gallardo was the third mic for, for the Spanish um, broadcast for, for a couple of years. So uh, with that said, um, um, basically, the I, I got to tell you that the names that they have picked for the for the Spanish broadcast, I mean, heavy hitters. Uh, JP Navarro, uh, the, you know, this guy, uh, one of the, probably the best broadcasters in the United States, in my opinion, he's going to be there. Also, uh, uh, Orlando City legend, Jamie Watson is going to be part yeah, of Jamie Watson. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, 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 every, anytime I remember Jamie, uh, he has been so gracious. Every time I see him, he, he treats me as a longtime friend that he has not seen in a while. So uh, I, I, I wish this guy's nothing but the best. Uh, the club already sent an email to the season ticket members about their logins. Uh, I believe that uh, next week they're going to be expanding on that. Just to a reminder, if you're a season ticket member, you get your uh, Apple Plus uh, free uh, for, for the season. So uh, another incentive if you haven't thought of uh, getting, um, you know, season tickets, well, there it is. You, you get uh, Apple Plus free. The uh, I believe the whole season is about ninety nine dollars. 
Uh, if you do it uh, before, I think it was before February first, it will be like seventy-five bucks or so. So you know, if you're if you're on the fence, maybe this will persuade you to to get season tickets. Yeah, um, you know, it's gonna be a. a I'm I'm definitely gonna be there. I'm gonna pay my fifteen bucks, uh, man. Plus, I can see really great shows with Apple TV. So, hopefully, they do another. Um, you know, um, the the guy. Uh, oh man, what was that? That uh, you're talking about the next season of uh, Ted Lasso. It's coming. Ted Lasso. No yeah. Ted Lasso. I need yep. to see that. Yeah, I need to see that. So rapid fire right here before we close. Um, Sad to say, the Pride uh, parted ways with Eric McLeod and Gunny John's daughter to meet two cornerstones of the club after you know Morgan and Sydney Larue left. Um, they're going into they're going to leave to play in the Icelandic league. The, I think they I think Gunny misses home, and you know they're definitely calling it quits for Orlando. That's a huge, I believe, a huge blow uh, for the Orlando Pride team. Um, on the way of leadership. I'm just going to say this because I've met both of them and I know what they mean to this um, organization. I also want to say that um, some rapid fire when it comes to Weston McKinney, uh, Weston McKinney just transferred the U S men's national team, Weston McKinney. He's no longer in Juventus. Uh, he's going to be joining teammate Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson at Leeds United. Uh, so this is great news for the national team. I think Leeds is definitely uh a hot, a hotbed of of Americans, you know. They're trying, <laughs> you know, it's almost half the national team in there. So I uh, wish him nothing but the best. Also, Kyle Aaron scored his first goal in the Spanish La Liga in purple. So, in purple in Valladolid, uh, Ronaldo's team, by the way, uh, Ronaldo Nazario, uh, one of the best nines in the world. His team, he scored in the first game. So wish the best to him. Uh, definitely a, a exciting news. Uh, I also want to say that Orlando Pride announced his 2023 uh, season uh, roster already uh, with 28 players to prepare for the NWSL season. And some of the names I'm going to say, Kaylee Collins starting uh, goalkeeper. To me, I'm excited for this. Carrie uh, Abello, uh, a full season of Carrie Abello. He had a fantastic season last season. Celia Jimenez also, Mega Montefusco, Kylie Strom, uh, Strom stays, Carrie Lawrence stays. Um, you know, we're going to see uh, Caitlin Cosme uh, and up, uh, up forwards, uh, Leah Pruitt. To me, she's going to be uh, fantastic this year. So uh, if she's watching, I want to say hello to Leah. Erica Timrak as well. And Marta is back, guys. So Marta is back. So Julie Doyle as well. And Haley. Uh, Bujeha from uh, Hungary. She'll be definitely also playing some of the forwards. So Orlando Price trying to definitely make statement uh, this season in the NWSL. Hopefully, you know, they, they're able to definitely make a splash. And I do want to announce also that they just got a new GM. Uh, a new GM. Um, hold on one second. Let me pull up the info right here. Her name is Haley Carter. She used to be the Houston Dash goalkeeper. So this is her picture right here. Thank you to Orlando City Communications for um, for the pictures. Um, she's definitely going to be a kind of like the same position that um, Ian Fleming had. It's exactly the same position. GM role, uh, executive leadership, and I believe the pride needs some definitely some guidance to make the next step, which is what every single fan of the pride is looking for. So. Real quick, uh, John, thoughts about this move? 
I think it's good. Yeah, I mean the pride. Uh, obviously, they need someone to steer the ship, both from a back office and a front office situation. Someone to guide the players and the coach. Uh, and it seems like Haley could be that person. I mean, I was impressed by her resume. I think the fact that she has a, a military background being a Marine um, and watching her video seems that she's very assertive and she knows she knows what she wants to do. She's got right. a game plan. She wants to come in and she wants to, what I would say, right the ship, as it were, get this team on track. And she believes that we've got the talent in the coach to do that. I, I believe so, too. There's no reason why... The pride should not be a top NWSL team and looks like Haley might be the person to, to lead us there. So I, I hope so. What about your thoughts there, Dave, uh, regarding uh, this, this move by Orlando pride? Well, I, just like John said, uh, it's, I think it's time to uh, steady the ship. Uh, pride is, is a, is a team that we could spend two hours talking about everything that has gone wrong with it. Uh, with the men's side finally producing and uh, being stable, I think it's time for the women to do the same. Uh, Haley Carter uh, played for, for Navy, for the Naval Academy. And after that, she fulfilled her five-year commitment in the Marine Corps. Three tours, uh, combat tours in Iraq. Uh, so, you know, this is somebody that doesn't have to prove anything to nobody. Uh, a former uh, professional player. And, and you know and, and one of the things that, that happens in in the academies yeah you get you get uh, free education but in return you have to give five years of your life to either the Marine Corps or the, or the Navy in this case and um, so it's, it's tough for for these players because not only do they have to do their coursework their military bearing and uh, and, and, and play professionally uh, not professionally but you know be, be a student athlete. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great commitment, and unfortunately for them, after their their school is done, it's not like they can go play professionally right away. They gotta fulfill that commitment or pay the government back the money. So um, I, I have high expectations of her, just just based on that background. Um, her personal, um, you know, she's somebody that volunteers with Girl Scouts and, and does a lot of food in the community. And I think that's the type of person that we need, somebody that um, of high moral value and commitment uh, that will come in and uh, and elevate this team to where it needs to be. Because uh, I am I'm sad to see that the pride is usually the bottom of all jokes, and uh, the team that finishes at the at the bottom of the of the standings. All right, uh, Colin Garby says it's pretty clear that the Wolves are all in on the pride, loving the new hires. I really hope they get rewarded with a winning season in 2023. I truly agree. I couldn't agree more. Go support the Pride this year, uh, guys. Uh, if you're a season ticket holder, go and support the Pride. I can tell you, Carrie Abello, Leah, Leah Pruitt, um, Ellie Watt, I mean, and also the new signing, too, um, ex-KC um, goalkeeper, right? We just signed her as well, uh, Miss Carly Nelson. She's uh, back from uh, Denmark. She was playing in the Danish League. Um, and so she's now signed a two-year contract with Orlando, uh, Orlando Pride. I was at Orlando City. Uh, it was going to be a big blasphemy, guys. I was at Orlando Pride, uh, two-year contract, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's coming for the Pride. So, guys, you guys need to go and support the Pride as well. Jim D., anybody going to the New England scrimmage on the 18th? I hope we get a sneak peek. 
at our new players and their chemistry. What are your thoughts regarding that, Paola? I hope that I can go. I'm I'm all in, and I'm with Jimmy D. Um, this is the sneak peek. The questions that we have been asking all the preseason, we are getting answers. We're um, getting a pre uh, sneak uh, sneak peek of the starting eleven probably um, that day. So I'm I'm all in probably that day. So I can so I can see the starting eleven that day. All right. So I want to thank uh, John, uh, Paola, and David for being with me today, and all of you that are uh, listening on our Spotify and Apple podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for your support. Keep supporting us um, as well. Um, we're going to be looking for some new members for an Orlando Pride podcast. So if you are interested, DM us uh, on Instagram, and we'll be able to talk to you regarding the project that we're trying to launch this year for the Pride. Uh, we would like to give you um, all all hands, um, all eyes on the pride. So um, if you're interested, uh, definitely hit us up. Also, I want to encourage to you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're 508 subscribers. Thank you so much for your support. Click on all notification, uh, the notification bell for notifications. Subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much. And um, if you guys want to add anything else, um, vamos Orlando, right? Let's go. I'll see you guys next weekend. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.